Welcome to the Truth CSGO Podcast, episode 110. Hey guys, this is Electro. Hey guys, I'm Guardian. This is Daps. This is Nico. This is Nifty. This is Chris J. This is Ferry. Code Zero. Flusher. This is Kerrigan. Are you listening to the Truth? The Truth. The Truth. The Truth. The Truth. The Truth CSGO Podcast. The Truth CSGO Podcast. The Truth CSGO Podcast. Are we rushing in or are we going sneaky beaky like? Mate, you got me. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> What's going on, man? You're at home now. I am. Beer in, beer in hand. Excellent. Uh, look, before we start this call, I'm just going to tell yeah. you, uh, you are being recorded for the final Christmas episode of the Truth CSGO podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so don't say anything that may incriminate you in court. I thought right, I thought it would be fun to do a December little special where we call up longtime uh, podcast personality Bryce B Daddy and um <laughs> and and just have a little chat about the fact yeah. that you are now a global elite. How did that happen? Goodness gracious! Can you just remind Can you just remind listeners how old you are? I'm 38. How many kids you have? I have two kids. And can yeah. you can you just lead us through how this has happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where where do I begin? Well, I started playing one point six back in my heyday of two thousand and three. Um, back when I was just a young lad running a mark. Um, but yeah, at the old internet cafe that was probably like fifty cents an hour back then. Um, and. Then I gave up Counter Strike until 2018 and started playing again. So, yeah, got back into it. Um, met some guys uh, through the joys that is solo queuing uh, in Counter Strike, and um, yeah, just formed some good friendships. And now we play together pretty much every game. And I've gone and visited them and had some beers and some good times and stuff in real life. So yeah, Counter Strike bringing the world together. Well, that's all lovely, and thanks for outlining the latest episode of Care Bears. But, like, I don't know. I, I probably played with you maybe about six months ago. So this is before the rank resets, I guess. Yes. And um, from memory, you were maybe MG, MG, MGE. Yes, MGE. Yeah. And now yep. I've the the listeners have been bored by me crowing about the fact that I became DMG for all of I don't know one match and then ranked back down. <laughs> But how the hell did you go from MG to, to global? Um, good question. The whole rank reset thing was was very odd, to be perfectly honest. I don't know if there's a better word to describe it. It was out of the blue, unexpected, and, yeah, I didn't rank up to um, global. I ranked up to supreme. Um, a couple of my friends ranked up to global. A couple of people that I know were even close to, to what I think is global, ranked up to global. Um, not people that I play with, but people on my friends list. Um, the whole thing was just pretty wacko because we played Asia for about 12 months because, you know, um, probably this time last year, like Counter-Strike in Australia was just completely broken. Every second game was hacker, hacker deluxe and it was an absolute punish. You can see why people give it away. So I, I got a VPN, we played Asia and um, that kind of helped our rank a little bit because I, I feel like they're a little bit behind skill level wise for their ranks um 
but then yeah a few months ago when they changed the rank system or whenever they did um that was a real surprise and i was actually um contemplating retiring once i hit global and just hanging the boots up um <laughs> but uh but yeah it was we've got a group of guys that we play with that you know there's probably seven or eight of us that at any one time can put a five stack together um and I think that's kind of the real key to hanging on to global actually or hanging on to the high ranks because a lot of people have fallen back, you know, probably even two or three ranks. Um, but yeah, we play against globals most games in Australia. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just good fun. Consistency is the name of the game, playing with people you like, playing with people that you, you trust and that you come well with and you know where they like to play and their util and what they like to throw. That's, pretty much the name of the game I think when it comes to playing consistently good Counter-Strike you don't have to be the best aimer in the world I'm certainly not I'm 38 years old and you know can't keep up with the kids but you know game sense and util and that kind of stuff you know that's what you got in your favour so I'd forgotten you guys were doing the um, Asia rerouting because yeah because you I think you said like I truth just just put your ping like maximum up to like I don't know what was it 300 or something uh, yeah, 180. Wow. I, I was like, what yep. are these clowns up to? What is this <laughs> sneaky little... And then, I, then before I know it, like, we're playing some Southeast Asian team. And so you guys at what, like, at 120 ping or something, and you yep. guys did that for, for a year, six months? We did, correct, yeah. So it was it was actually, I think it was just before lockdown last year, maybe um, kind of the middle of last year. Uh, we were just over it. I played with... Um, a friend called AWorks. He's now um, playing on like a ESL premiere or whatever it is, like a Australian professional team kind of thing. And so he's got really, really good. Um, and I played with him just randomly, him and I, I think it's 6.30 in the morning because I couldn't sleep, um, played a random Asian game and loved it um, with zero comms um, for obvious reasons. Um but so then I got a VPN and, and we played Asia for 12 months and it was it was actually a brought joy back to Counter-Strike to be perfectly honest with you. I know that sounds kind of lame, but um, when you're kind of tempted to give up the game because the game's broken, you need something to kind of, I guess, fill that void. So that's what Asia did for us. Um, and it took us from kind of mid-Novas to, uh, yeah, kind of high MG. Um, and... Yeah, so it wasn't like game breaking or anything like that, but it kept us in the game uh, until the rank reset. And then we were like, okay, let's go back to Australia, um, you know, four or five months ago. And honestly, Australian CS has never been so good. We've never had it so good in regards to very few hackers. Um, I know people have different stories about that, but as far as our experience is concerned, um, I can probably count on one hand the amount of hackers that we've come in contact with over the past probably 100 games. So, um, yeah, it's been been good. I remember I remember. Um, I hadn't. I probably hadn't played with you for, I think I, I took a hiatus from the game for maybe a year and then I came back and you're like, yeah, yeah, Truth, you're on this Asian server. Get on this Asian server, mate. It's all good. And then and I saw <laughs> as well that you are MG and I was like, fuck, wasn't, wasn't Daddy like just – just in the slums of Nova with me, I felt a little bit left left out. Like I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, like what am I doing wrong? Like how am I the only thirty eight year old who's still stuck at Nova One?" <laughs> you were you were MG when we met, mate. I think F- probably for all of about a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, sure you were injured. But, but that really, I mean, you've really put paid to that idea. Um, put paid? No. You've really given credence to that idea that it's not really about aim and <clears throat> individual skill as you want to get to, to GE because you really have to have that um, regular group. I will play like three or four great, great games and then you get one just awful four stack who are trolls or whatever. And then yes. you kind of undo all the work that you've put in if, if and, you know, you see it as work. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think you just, I mean, there's plenty of people that are amazing at Counter-Strike far better than me who solo queue. And I, I think it's virtually impossible to solo queue away to, to global. I'm, I'm sure it's happened to, you know, probably listeners who have, but it's, I think your ceiling is so capped at, you know, a certain level if you're just going to solo queue the whole time. You may not have people that you play with consistently or whatnot, but um, you don't do yourself any favours, I think. You know, if you just kind of, if you're not playing the game too seriously and you just want to run around, go kill, you know, um, yeah, good luck to you. But, yeah, I Counter-Strike's kind of precious to us when it comes to our time is precious, so therefore our Counter-Strike time is precious because, you know, when you've got families and kids and all that kind of stuff, you know, we might only play three or four games a week, um, sometimes only one or two games a week. So, uh, you know, uh, you, you want to play with people that you enjoy playing with. That's pretty much what it comes down to. And like, like even today, for example, you know, we've reached out to the crew, you know, 10 o'clock this morning, everyone's keen, cool, 7.30, we're on for a game. You know, like setting up those stacks ahead of time is really important. Oh, my God, that's so that's so mm. adult of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but honestly, I can't, like, understate how important it is to play, I don't know, not to get good because I feel like I'm as good as what I'll ever be in Counter-Strike because, you know, I'm not as sharp as what I used to be. But I can also outsmart people in other other ways in the game you know um yeah i think aim will take you so far but then teamwork utility nade lineups you know watching youtube learning nade lineups all that kind of stuff and executes like yeah we play against plenty and plenty and plenty of people who are far better at the game aim wise than us but they don't have the teamwork to beat us so we beat them and that's what it's all about right I think you've um, <clears throat> answered the question, but uh, I guess all of the listeners and myself want to know, you said you'd hang up the mouse once you got to GE. That obviously hasn't happened. Um, so, <laughs> so where to now? Or do you just, are you just keeping on, keeping on, on the top now, just doom style, firing down on all the people who would topple you from GE? <laughs> it's, it's really not. Like we were really nervous when we first got to G like okay all right it's time to be ranked we don't deserve to be here kind of thing but you know it, it hasn't happened so you know it's we can hold our own against you know probably 80 percent of the teams that we play um yeah it's just a case of I, I enjoy the game now probably more than what i ever have even though i don't have too much skin in the game no pun intended um skins wise still a little bit but not not all that much but um the game is just, I think it's better than what it ever has been, you know, and then mm. rumblings of Source 2 and all that kind of stuff and potentially new operation and all that. Like, there's just a lot to look forward to with Counter-Strike. So, yeah, definitely not hanging up the mouse, that's for sure. I mean, there's um, orgs like TSM coming back in the mix. Have you reached out? You know, are you guys, have you been pugging <laughs> against Greyhound? Like, what's what's happening? What's the next step, Daddy? 
I'm not taking anything less than cloud nine. Nice, uh, um, nice. 2018 Boston memories. That's that'll hold me in good stead. That's the only reason why I keep playing. So, um, are you going to be the next the the sub for Inters? Then is that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> You've no, been brushing up no. on your Russian. <laughs> no, I'll pass on that. I'll, I'll definitely pass on that. Uh, but no, no, we just enjoy. We I think yeah, we just enjoy each other's like enjoy each other's company. That's not the right word. Enjoy each other's. I don't know. Enjoy the camaraderie and the banter, and we've played with each other so much that it's you know we we know where everyone plays, we know um, everyone's roles and all that kind of stuff. You don't really have to talk about that ahead of time like you would if you were just playing with like random guys, you know. Mm. So um, yeah, the game can still be tilting. It's kind of like golf, right? It's like the best game in the world and the most frustrating game in the world at the same time for me did you, personally. Did you, limit, but, did you limit your maps that you were playing? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, at the moment, we're pretty much just playing Mirage Inferno um, mm. because we're, you know, we need to practice the other maps and stuff as well. Um, we used to play, you know, a bit of Nuke, quite a bit of Overpass, a bit of Dust 2, but our most enjoyable, I think the two most enjoyable maps playing Counter-Strike are Mirage and Inferno, personally. Um you know, they, they're maps that everyone knows. Um, and, yeah, we've certainly, I wouldn't say mastered them by any means, but, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what we're playing at the moment. I think probably Overpass will be next. Uh, maybe a bit of Nuke, maybe a bit of Vertigo, but, yeah, we'll just see how we go. Love it. Happy Christmas, Bryce. You too, bro. You too. <laughs>